we head to a different arena of sorts. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvy Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Heading to the news now, our top news story, Believer Meats, formerly known as Future Meat Technologies, broke ground on its first U.S. commercial facility designed to be the world's largest cultivated meat factory in Wilson, North Carolina. It is expected to begin operating in the first quarter of 2024, at which point the 200,000-square-foot facility is expected to be the largest cultivated meat production center in the world with the capacity to produce at least 10,000 metric tons of uh, cultivated meat, that is, excuse me, without the need to slaughter a single animal. So the big question is, what is cultured meat? Well, cultured meat, by definition, is meat produced by culturing animal cells in vitro in the little petri dish. It is a form of cellular agriculture. Cultured meat is produced using tissue engineered techniques pioneered in regenerative medicine. That is exactly what cultured meat is. Lab grown. The company, one more time, is called Believer Meats, and believe you me, I would imagine we're going to be talking about them a lot more in the future as we get closer to that 2024 date. Now, in other news, we're hearing a lot more about avian influenza. Well, new outbreaks of highly pathogenic avian influenza, HPAI, have been reported recently in more than a half a dozen states. Newly confirmed cases include a commercial turkey producer with just a tick under 20,000 birds in Missouri, and then another 18,000 bird commercial game bird operation in Colorado has been reported. That is according to USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, or APHIS. Commercial turkey operations in uh, Dodge County, Minnesota, and Hamlin, South Dakota are also among the sites where Outbreaks were recently confirmed, affecting 10,000 and just a tick over 58,000 birds, respectively. Now, as of Monday, where things stood, HPAI has been confirmed this year in 683 commercial and backyard flocks in 47 states, affecting 53.12 million birds. That is according to you. Wow, that is a lot. That is according to USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. The USDA has boosted its projections for beef production for all of 2022. That is according to the most recent World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. Beef production for the year was raised with higher expected cattle slaughter as well as heavier carcass weights. Now for next year, for 2023, the beef forecast is unchanged with expected sales in the first and second quarter offsetting one another. On to consumer news now. Consumers' outlook brightens as holidays start to get and creep closer while still sitting far below last year's levels of 2021. 
preliminary data for December indicates consumers are adopting a brighter outlook month over month as measured by the University of Michigan's latest index of consumer sentiment. For December of this year, for 2022, on a preliminary basis, the index stands at 59.1. That is 4% up over levels in November and 16.3% lower than December of 2021. Now, throughout the survey, concerns over high prices, which remain high, have eased modestly. And that is the take-home message from this report here. And wrapping up our news, heading to Florida now, where commissioners for a Florida county have unanimously voted to spend $2.5 million for a new meat processing facility near the town of Newberry, Florida. The money is part of the American Rescue Plan Act, which was signed back in 2021 to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. The University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences and Santa Fe College will collaborate on the 10-acre facility. Florida ranchers aren't the only ones who are expected to benefit from the facility, which should help ranchers within a 100-mile radius extending into South Georgia. Now, construction is expected to start January of 2024 and to be completed by the end of the uh, year 2026, beginning operations in 2027. And that is a look at what is making the news in Calcutta. Way I'm up, Sailbarn Report is going to take us to the Oklahoma National Stockyards in OKC, starting with the five weight steers, five to five and a half weights at a dollar ninety three up to two oh seven, five and a half to six weight steers, a dollar eighty nine to two oh two, six to six and a half weights, actually six forty weights, a dollar eighty two to a dollar ninety six, six and a half to seven weight steers in OKC last week, a dollar seventy six to a dollar eighty five, seven to seven and a half weights, a dollar seventy five to a dollar eighty eight and a quarter, seven and a half to eight weights, a dollar sixty four to a dollar seventy six, and then a big run of 763 to 789 weights particularly this was a big big run there's actually uh two and a half pots on here at a dollar 83 and a half to a dollar 85 and a half they marked them as fancy now on to the heifer side of things at the oklahoma national stockyards in okc on the heifer side five to five and a half weight heifers last week a dollar 63 to a dollar seventy-two and a half, five and a half to six weights, a dollar sixty-two to a dollar seventy-four and a half, six to six and a half weights, a dollar sixty-three to a dollar seventy-four and a half, six and a half up to six eighty weights, a dollar sixty-one to a dollar seventy-one, seven to seven forty weights, a dollar sixty-four and a half to a dollar seventy-four, and then seven and a half to seven seventy weights at a dollar sixty-six and a half up to a dollar seventy-three. And wrapping up with the Iowa Weekly Cattle Auction Summary, five to five and a half weight steers last week in the state of Iowa, a dollar eighty-one to two thirty-two, five and a half to six weight steers in Iowa, a dollar sixty-five to two seventeen, six to six and a half weights, a dollar sixty-four to two oh seven seventy-five, six and a half to seven weights, a dollar sixty up to two seventeen. 
Seven to seven and a half weights, a dollar fifty-seven to a dollar eighty-seven. Seven and a half to eight weight steers, a dollar fifty-one to a dollar ninety-two and a quarter. Eight to eight and a half weights, a dollar fifty-seven to a dollar ninety. And then eight and a half to nine weight steers in Iowa last week, a dollar forty-four to a dollar eighty-seven seventy-five. On to the heifer mates, five to five and a half weight heifers, a dollar fifty. Up to a dollar ninety-nine, five and a half to six weights, a dollar fifty to a dollar ninety-four, six to six and a half weights, a dollar fifty to a dollar eighty-four, six and a half to seven weight heifers, a dollar fifty-three to a dollar eighty, seven to seven and a half weights, a dollar thirty-eight to a dollar eighty-three, and then seven and a half to eight weight heifers. Recapping Iowa last week, a dollar thirty-one to a dollar seventy-nine, and that is a recap of the. Iowa Weekly Cattle Auction Summary. If there is a sale barn or a sale or private treaty sales or ones you want to report or share on, just fire me a message. You can get a hold of me on social media. You can fire me a Facebook message. You can fire me messages over all the social media apps. By the way, you can email me at ranchitupshow at gmail.com or you can call us 24-7 and text us 24-7 at 707-726-726. Two four two zero. Now stick around, crew. We will be right back with more of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. Neogen, the partner you need. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Neogen, the partner you now have. Gelvy Genetics deliver maternal superiority in planned crossbreeding systems. Highly productive cows with adaptability, versatility, and stability can have a positive impact on your bottom line. Gelvy Imbalancer, smart, reliable, profitable, the continental breed of choice. Are you scrambling to find the perfect Christmas present this year? How about wild rags? You know, because you can never have too many wild rags, not just any wild rags. I'm talking Ranch Life Wild Rags. These are hashtag ticker approved. We've seen them in person. They are by far the best of the best, and you have never seen anything like them before. RanchLifeWildRags.com. Good luck trying to find your favorite because we've picked out about 10 of them. RanchLifeWildRags.com. We are a Westway Feed family of nearly 300 people working together to deliver over 2 million tons of product to our customers annually. We are Westway, uh, together as a team. We're working together to do great things to feed the people of this country. At Westway, yes, it's about our feed, but it starts with passion. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show. So glad to be hanging out with you. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about when we when we try to bring people into our way of life and we, you know, get them exposed to what we do. And sometimes the easiest way to do that is through just having a good time through entertainment, right? So I'm branching over and I'm crossing over into the Western way, uh, Western entertainment, I will say, and I'm with the executive director of the United States Team Penning Association, uh, Cody Wood. Would you talk to us? <laughs> Cody Wood, the executive director of the U.S. Team Penning Association. Glad you're hanging out with us here for a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's been great meeting you guys and getting a chance to talk about team penning. Ranch sorting is, is always a good time. 
Now that has changed over the years where, you know, I remember back in the day and of, and of course, well, let me just back up here before we go into that. Give me the 30,000 foot view. Explain to everybody how team panning works. What is it? Yeah, definitely. So what you're looking at is you got 30 head of cattle, three riders on the on horseback, and they've got a job to go in there, pull out three specific head of cows, bring them back down to the other arena and pin them, and the fastest time wins. So a lot of times I explain it to folks, you know, it's very much like a cutting in a horse race format, you know. So when you're talking about a 90-point bull rider or whatnot, you know, you're looking at 25 seconds in the team pinning world. So just to give you an idea of just how fast it can get. So can we have pennings kind of anywhere does it have to be in a the arena has to be a certain size i mean most people do it in conjunction with rodeo arena of course because that's the facility but by golly if we want this in the feedlot pen we could Oh, absolutely. You know, obviously there's an ideal size, but it doesn't really matter. You know, we'll make it work wherever we can, um, you know, because there's a great win-win scenario in this. You know, when you've got 30 head of cattle coming into an arena during your rodeo, you know, people really kind of get to the edge of their seat, really trying to understand what's going on. And, and it's fast-paced, fun action that the crowd could get into in a quick hurry. And then on the flip side of that, you know, really a great opportunity for us and the USTPA team pinning as a whole to get, you know, eyes on the sport itself and, and learn a little bit more about what we do. Because once you have the opportunity to to see it, um, you know, it really eludes itself for people getting involved and, and getting excited about it. You know, I know that we need to, we're under a clock, so we got to be fast. And I tease everybody, I say fast is slow and slow is fast. Well, there's a fair amount of stockmanship that goes into this too. It's not just cram, jam, and see. You know, we don't want anything crawling up the walls or anything like that. But there is a a lot of finesse, and I'm going to say yes, a lot of stockmanship that goes into having a successful team penning run. Oh, without question. You know, when you're talking about separating the best from the best and, and whatnot, that is probably one of the key factors that does that, right? You know, and, and the ability to not only just be aggressive and get after it and have a fast run, but in order to do that, you know, you've got to find that happy medium of what's that point to where the cow's actually moving, not blowing up the herd and, and getting that done in a quick hurry. And then doing it together as a team and communicating is really awesome to see. You know, I mean, there's really a lot going on in a short period of time. And once you start seeing those new nuances um you know it's really cool to see just that aspect in itself and and you see some of the best in the world just know how to read cattle like no other and some of them are just naturally gifted with it as cody has mentioned there's that tremendous crossover between uh different kinds of of venues i'll say that's the word i'm looking for for venues between like like the pbr the professional bull riders and then being able to feature maybe as halftime entertainment might be some team bending i think that's wonderful that we have these different genres and different venues that are coming together so if people are wanting to see what would it take to bring a team bending to town we've got a rodeo grounds our county fair we'd love to have something like this change things up a little bit have it in conjunction you know ranch rodeo one day team pending the next day what are some steps where do they go to look absolutely so ustpa.com's got you know anything and everything you'd want to know you know our event schedule for 2023 but uh, you know myself like i said cody wood executive director of the ustpa that's cody at ustpa.com is my email address but ultimately like i said we've had some big success in the last couple years um just recently doing some bull riding with the team pinning it really eludes itself in a natural way you know we buck bulls ran the short round 
a team pending and then went, came back and bucked the short round of the bull riding and it worked perfectly. Uh, gave us an opportunity to have a lot of people in the stands and just recently here a month ago at our world finals, you know, we had over 250,000 views just in that one weekend alone. Um, so we're really excited about that. The opportunity to be on Cowboy Channel app 100% of the time now with all of our live feeds. And, uh, you know, just like I said, having that opportunity to kind of you know, cross-promote, if you will, from one event to the next and with inside the Western sports world uh, is invaluable, you know. And the more that we could work together, the better. And, and, you know, creating more cowboys and more people that own horses is the ultimate goal anyway. And that's exactly what we're trying to do with the USTPA. Thank you again, Cody Wood. So much to visit with you in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. Had the opportunity to meet Cody and visit a little bit about team penning. And as many of you know, I am a professional rodeo announcer and Becky's the music director and we provide the voice and the tunes and mix the tunes for a number of different rodeo events and Western events as well. And that's where I wanted to kind of go with this crew is, is I know a lot of you listening because you reach out to me and you visit with me about your events. I'm not just talking about a rodeo. I'm talking about various events that might be going in combination maybe with your bull showcases and with your cattleman days and maybe a rodeo and maybe a ranch rodeo and it may be a bull ride and it may be all of these different things that feature various uh, different Western events, different Western sports. It may be, like I said, around the sport of rodeo. So wanted to bring back just a little bit of the U.S. Team Penning Association, if we can, and plant that seed that if you are planning that event and looking to expand or add something, you may want to consider that halftime entertainment being part of the United States Team Penning Association. So if you'd like some more information, you can always head to the USTPA.com website. Now, Kirk is on hold. We're going to be talking numbers. We're going to be talking more of the cow business when we come by. Vitelli is a precision livestock company that has set out to solve what we call the Triple Challenge. And the Triple Challenge is really the combination of the need for more protein coupled with doing it in a more sustainable production practice, doing it in a way that producers can make money. Cattle market reports to various news stories. The Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. Check us out at tsln.com. Subscriptions or advertising, call Tracy Hawk at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Hey, it's Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. It's not every day that you find something so natural that works. Green Acres Angus Genetics are just that, medium-frame cattle that perform on a 100% grass-fed and finished diet. Head to green-acres.org. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. Thanks for keeping a tune right here to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm your host, Jeff Tigger Earhart, along with as always, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. I will just add, by the way, if 
this is your first time tuning in or maybe your second or third and you're just kind of getting along with us, you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. And that is kind of the best way to start getting this marketing ball rolling. That's got Kirk's contact information. It's got his email. And so if you've got some questions or you need some further information, that is the best way to get started on the uh, the Kirk Patrol, where he'll get you taken care of. So, Kirk, what? Uh, let's talk about last week markets. What's going on? I know there was kind of a big shape uh, shakeup, excuse me, in uh, in the corn market for sure. Uh, we had quite a bit of volatility in all the markets this last weekend, Tigger, um, to kind of end up going not very far. But we'll just jump right into it with that. As of Friday, December 9th, January feeders closed up $2.95 at 183.87.5, with the CME feeder index up 19 cents at 179.22. You notice there's a pretty big spread between futures and cash leaving our basis at a negative $4.70.5 versus January feeder futures. February Live had a very volatile week that ended up not going very far. They closed 155.55. That's down only a quarter of a penny on the week, with cash trading 153 to 56 in the south and 156 to 158 in the north, leaving the five-area weighted average at 155.60. That is down 48 cents on the week. The basis was a positive 195 versus December future, so the basis has narrowed up a little bit. The weekly slaughter came in at 652,000. That's down 11,000 on a week-over-week basis and 16,000 on a year-over-year basis. Our listeners will notice that that is the second week in a row of, of lower kills. Choice boxes printed 248.93 on Friday afternoon. That's down a dollar week-over-week. Uh, also to note, this week showed packers with negative margins for the first time in forever. Uh, reports I have seen are looking like negative 28 to negative $50 ahead on those packer margins. Oh. To wrap this up, March corn traded $6.44 on Friday. On Friday's close, that's down 2.5 cents on a week-over-week basis. We did have a WASDE report that week, and it came out neutral or as expected. Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, December 21st, we're having a special winner, Bread U, online auction. Bidding opens at just $10 a head, no reserve, all lots will sell. 842 heads selling across 14 lots, 611 head of Bread U's, 225 head of replacement U lambs. Lot sizes range from 300 head down to 30. Featured lots include 300 head, Polypay, Rambouillet, Tarhe, Bread U's, two to five years old, exposed for 110 days, from Circle C and Hartford, South Dakota. 100 Dorper Catadin replacement ewe lambs, born in May, over 200% lamb crop. They weigh about 70 pounds from Meadowlark Ridge Farm in Newell, South Dakota. 100 purebred Rambouillet bred ewes split into two 50-head lots, two to six years old. They'll start lambing in January from Outdoor Energy in Wayne City, Illinois. 38 purebred Dorper replacement ewe lambs. Born this May, they average 120 pounds, all fired by Coyote Creek Ram number 1984 and a registered Lewis Ram from T&A White Dorpers in Lexington, Nebraska. 80 Dorper Catadin replacement ewe lambs. Average 90 pounds. They're ready to breed and running with the Dorper and Catadin rams now from Shelton Ranch in Morris, Tennessee. 70 Dorper Catadin bred ewes. Yearlings to four years old, they're heavy bred to a Dorper and Catadin Rams. They'll start lambing in January from Dew Martin Livestock in Jefferson, Georgia. 
30, Merino, bred youth, white face, bred to black face, two to four years old, lambed 160%, due late January from JB Sheep Company in Perez, Minnesota. 70, Dorper, Catadin, bred use, one to four years old. Some have lambs with them that are going to go along. They're running with a Dorper, Catadin, Ram, strictly grass-fed from Shelton Ranch in Morris, Tennessee. 40, purebred, Catadin, bred use, mixed ages, preg check, confirmed bred. They'll land between now and the end of April from Meadowlark Ridge Farm in Newell, South Dakota. Bidding opens at just $10 a head. Bidding's currently live, but all lots will sell the morning of Wednesday, December 21st on LivestockMarket.com and AuctionTime.com. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Now, before we say fairly well, we need to give a big tip of the hat, a shout-out, a howdy-do, and this is going to go to, I'm going to say, just about everybody that's listening. In fact, this is going to go out to each and every one of you because I guarantee that we are dealing with the elements and Mother Nature in some way, shape, or form. In fact, as we speak, I know that a lot of them, the moisture and the blizzards are moving on up through the northeast. I know people are not just dealing with inches of the white stuff. They're dealing with feet of snow. There has been ice. There has been the blizzards. There has been tornadoes in the south. So, so many of you out there are battling the elements that makes it so darn tough with what we do, so taxing, I'm going to say, with what we do. So for those of you that are getting up in the wee hours of the night and you are getting out and you are checking livestock and you are putting up shelters to try to block the wind and you are chopping ice and you ultimately are making sure that your livestock, your operations, and most importantly, you and your families are safe, we tip our hat to you and I want to say thank you to each and every one of you and what you do. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Cody Woods with the U.S. Team Penning Association. Good to talk with you, my friend. Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, Kirk Donsbach with StoneX Financial Incorporated, and no worries, the boss lady, well, where is she? She'll be back. A big thank you to our partners, and we have one of the most amazing lineups here, crew. A big thank you to Green Acres. Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvy Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook and follow along at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and text us 24-7 at 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-0. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>